So, you know, every time the stock market goes up like this, right, people get crazy. There's all talk about uh, investor euphoria, individual investor euphoria, stock market euphoria, uh, you know, for the impetus uh, for these moves. But let's talk about this. The real impetus this year for stocks have been bonds, specifically buying yields. And maybe concern over the parabolic move in the stock market should be focused on a precipitous swoon in buying yields. Remember, the bond market is supposed to be level-headed, right? It's the canary in the coal mine, and it sounds off the alarm. Uh, when there's danger in the air, that's undetecta undetectable to humans. Uh, listen, humans' failings aren't just limited, of course, to, to the inability to sniff out danger and toxins in mines, but also, you know, our natural instincts to be to be joined or joined into a crowd. That's intoxicating for us. So it turns out, though, that birds can also become intoxicated as well. In fact, this spring there were reports of, of cedar wax wings and American robins becoming drunk after eating fruit that had begun to rot and ferment. Now, those intoxicated birds, they lost uh, much of their coordination. They were flying into buildings, into windows, all kinds of obstacles. So maybe could it be that the bond market canaries are somehow intoxicated? I mean, or acting irrational. I mean, by the way, speaking of, of irrational actions, if this is mission accomplished, folks, if this is what uh, Jay Powell was looking for, and, uh, we got to go through this because, and by the way, this is a question I want to ask all my guests. What constitutes mission accomplished? Now, remember, this is the Fed rate hiking cycle. This is the infamous cycle that began on March 17th, 2022, with a 25 basis point hike. But then we got a 50, a 75, a 75, a 75, a 75. You remember those days because your market portfolio was getting hammered. So here's the thing. Inflation has come down. It's come down a lot. But. What about all the other indicators, right? We were told there were certain things the Fed wanted to see before they would say mission accomplished. One was the U3 unemployment rate. Well, this is where we were when the Fed began, 3.6%. Where are we now? 3.7%? I don't think that's what they were looking for. I mean, listen, I know Jay Powell really wanted to see fewer people unemployed than the experts said. Not 2 million people, but certainly more than that we've seen so far. So even though unemployment didn't budge uh, as much impact, the impact of inflation was certainly felt. It actually ravaged paychecks. I mean, it destroyed paychecks. And here's what I want you to see. This is when Joe Biden put in the, uh, the $1.9 trillion COVID relief package. From that day, almost 27, I think it was 26 months on, your paycheck was less year over year adjusted for inflation. Now, it's been up a little bit since then, but this is a tiny amount. It does not negate what happened for 26 months. So this is serious carnage. It's hurt household budgets. Obviously, it's hurt our savings rate. So that was one area maybe the Fed was looking for, but I'm surprised they stopped short. And then there's this. <laughs> okay, let's, let's be honest here, folks. There are no greater welfare queens out there than Wall Street. Wall Street loves free money. How do we measure it? This is one way, the financial li liquidity, right? The financial conditions have actually sparked. They're, so, they're significantly higher than they were just not long ago. Well, how about they're higher than when the Fed started hiking rates? So if the idea was to take liquidity out of the economy, out of the stock market, it has not worked. And guess what? <laughs> when there's liquidity in the stock market, this is a chart. If there's anything that you memorize today going into next year, this is it. When there's liquidity that gets as easy as it's gotten in the last two months historically, six months later, a year later, the S&P is up every single time. Every single time. The Russell 2000 is up every single time except for once. I mean, the stock market loves it when there's money flowing. 
Let's bring in Bianco Research President Jim Bianco. And Jim, let's begin with my premise that maybe the canary, the bond market is intoxicated, not the stock market. Maybe the stock market is just going along for the ride. Oh, there's a lot to that. I think if you look at the way that the bond market has been trading for the last several months, it has been trading more like a meme stock. It has had a tremendous volatility. It swung to 5%. It's now swung to 3.8%. And that's only the lowest level since July. So that tells you just how much it's traveled and how much it's been swinging uh, back and forth. But I think, you know, in your read, you've, you got it exactly right, is that what is it that the Fed is trying to accomplish? And I think they've said that they want 2% inflation. And the big issue we have to think about with falling rates here is, will that be stimulative to the economy? Will people feel good that mortgage rates are coming down, the stock market's going up, and will they act like they did from 2010 to 2019 and say, I like it that my brokerage statement has more money? Or will they turn to their wife and say, honey, let's book a trip to the Bahamas. We got some extra money. And I think it's going to be the latter. Sure. They're going to start spending that money, and that could lead to overheating in the economy and sticky inflation. It is so ironic because it feels like he's setting himself up for the exact thing he said. Listen, he was called uh, in the Senate. Uh, Richard Shelby embarrassed the heck out of him, said, you're no Paul Volcker. He said, I won't be Paul Volcker. I mean, I will, I will be Paul Volcker. I won't be Arthur Burns. And he's setting himself up. I want to ask you yesterday. So at the close yesterday, the stock market, uh, and again, getting back to the, not just the stock market, but also uh, where the economy is going and where the street sees, Fed fund futures saw seven rate cuts, <laughs> seven rate cuts into next year. And here's what I thought was intriguing. January was at 19% chance. I mean, What's going on here? Seven rate cuts? Well, yeah. I mean, remember now that the Fed, a rate cut is defined as 25 basis points, so you can have more than one in a meeting. But the Fed has eight meetings a year. And if January is at 19%, meaning no rate cut, that means that the market's saying that every meeting after January for the rest of the year through the election will have a rate cut. Now, the Fed does move in election years. They did in 2020, they did in 2008 because the economy was going bad. So is the market trying to tell us that they think that the economy is gonna go bad? Or is it just overdone it? Now, I think it's overdone it because we've seen this before in the last two years where the market completely prices in something that's way too much. Right, right. So yeah, the optimism about the Fed and about lower interest rates might be getting a bit over their skis. Uh, I got a minute to go. I was reading an article in the New York Times, which I don't really read a lot, to be quite frank, but I guess the headline caught my attention. A married couple, two famous economists, uh, and, and they both are arguing of why people feel crappy. The guy says, you know, it's just ridiculous. Look at the economic data. His wife's sort of taking the same side of the argument. Both liberals, but at least the wife is agreeing with voters of what voters are saying in the polls. And you put out a chart today, I think, just in encapsulates it perfectly. And uh, the, uh, the average hours worked, uh, our, hours, our, our hourly earnings compared to shelter inflation, uh, food inflation, all items inflation. I mean, isn't, doesn't it boil down to this? This is why people are unhappy. I think that's exactly right. And I think what economists are missing is people tend to anchor, and that is that they have a starting point. And for most of us, that starting point was after the shutdown in the economy in 2020. And since then, what the chart shows is that the average paycheck is up 13%, but the average price of stuff is up around 19 to 20%. So people feel like they're falling behind. The same dollar 
is buying them less things now than it did in 2020. And that's why the economists are correct. Well, if you back that up to 2018 or 2015, yeah. they were doing better than, yeah, but they're anchoring off of that major event in 2020, and they're looking at things moving forward from there. They're not going further back than that, and that's why I think that they don't feel so good about things. Yeah, I mean, the cherry-picking only uh, only infuriates people who are watching and listening. Like, you're not listening to This is what the American public feels, to your point. This is what the administration and the financial media wants to tell them they should feel. Jim, you have been remarkable this year. I just want to personally say thank you for all of your input for our audience. You're indispensable. Have a happy new year, my friend. Very kind of you. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you very much. Coming up, folks, uh, men are falling out of the labor force.